This is episode 553 for May 2019. You're listening to the Spider-Man Crawlspace podcast, and I'm your host, Brett Douglas. And that opening song is an acoustic cover of the Spider-Man theme song from uh, an artist by the name of Samia Watam. And you can find that uh, tune up on YouTube. So that's a cool rendition, I thought. Uh, before we get to our episode, I want to thank people who make episodes like this possible. They help us pay the bills. And they do that through Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. So a public thank you goes out to Craig, Christopher, Andrew, Stephen, Michael K., Federico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Laura, hashtag something good for you, Alex L., Hafskimo, Lee, Patrick, Will, Frederick, Symbiobro, Jose, Dowd, Taylor, Matthew, JB, Jonathan L., Dom, Stephen, Jay, Zach, Kian, Avenji, James, Austin, Brian, Scott, Michael, Eric, David C., Michael R., Frazetta Hulk, Mayor, Alex E., Common Omelet, also Robert B. Appreciate you guys and gals supporting us each and every month. If you would like to join and help us pay the bills, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. Again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. And please support things you like, like this podcast. You must like it if you're listening to it. Again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Let's get on with a lot of ASM reviews. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our amazing review episode for May. Let's introduce the panel. We've got George, not seen since February. What's going on, George? Oh, not much. I'm glad I could uh, be here for once. It, it's we, been a long stretch for me. We have missed you, sir. The fans have demanded your appearance, especially with Stegron being in so many amazing issues. I know, right? Stegron's beaten ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and we have Ashley. What's going on, Ashley? I'm doing good. I'm here, even though I, I stopped in the middle of Game of Thrones, Whoa. and I, that's how much I love y'all. Oh, you're sweet. Did you DVR it, or are you streaming it? Or We're streaming it right now, and I watched exactly 30 minutes, and then I'm like, okay, I can pause here. I can contain myself for the next several hours, and then I'll finish so, it. So I, I, have, I have Dish, and I had an HBO subscription, and Dish is fighting with uh, HBO. So who's, I, who's breathing directly into like that? I think it's Zach. Is it? Zach, it's not Zach time. Okay, who's breathing it? Peter, I think it's Peter. Am I good? Do I sound sexy now? There's no, a, no there's but a I can hear you. Challenger. <laughs> you guys are totally messing up my intro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we've got Peter. What's going on, Peter? Not much. It's a doggy dog world, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. I, I asked for Peter, not Norm Peterson from Cheers. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, J. Scott Campbell art over your shoulder from ASM 500. Looking I thought good. I'd spice it up tonight. Very nice. And we've got Neil. What's going on, Neil? I'm tired. Everything hurts. I want to go home. That was a great JR impression. Unfortunately, JR can't be here. <laughs> JR has to catch a flight at six in the morning and he has not seen Endgame. So, uh, He's they, just, brought, they brought me in to be a substitute. He's you're our 75 year old uh, replacement. <laughs> All right, we have Zach, who was in a car a minute ago. Now he's inside of a, a, a house. Is that your house? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> did you just pull? <laughs> did you just pull into a random person's house and say, "I got to do a podcast. Move out of the way." Exactly. Hey, when you get the spidey signal, you got the spidey signal up in the air. Uh, hopefully Zach gets a microphone at some point so I can hear him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, 
we've we've uh, got one iTunes review uh, from April 11th. Uh, this is from Austin Kemprowski. Uh, five out of five stars. Uh, the subject title is Brain Saver. Quote, as grade school approaches its twilight, this podcast has essentially saved my sanity. This period of life has been exceptionally stressful, but this podcast has returned me to the Spidey fandom with a smile and loads of laughter. Love the whole crew, and I look forward to com- uh, continuing my journey through the back issues. Sir, you've got 550 back issues to get through. If you get through all of them, write us another review. I think that's really nice. Thank you for, sounds like a, probably a 12th grader. It sounds like a senior in high school that's getting through that. What do you think, gang? Wasn't that nice? That was very nice. I, I think it was great, specifically because I was in his exact situation in high school. Because like I remember starting watching to the podcast in junior year of high school, and this kind uh-huh. of carried me through until I actually joined. How so. many How many back issues did you listen to, Neil? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me this when my memory is probably at a single worst right oh, now. I'm sorry. I, I forgot you're playing the 75-year-old man with Alzheimer's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm playing, I'm playing college student who has... Oh, well, that's, that's true, too. That's, that's true, too. Yeah, All right. We, have, we <laughs> have five issues that we're getting through tonight. And as George says, we're getting through these at a quick pace. Otherwise, we'll be here till next Tuesday. That Ashley has got to go uh, at, at like 11. 11. And we want to make sure that she yes, gets her, her movie. I'm an hour movie. ahead. I still yeah. got to watch Game so, of Thrones and I have to get up for work in the morning. So, so I think we all got to be at work in the morning. So it's 930 <laughs> Ashley time and oh, yes. you got to be out at 11 o'clock. So that 11. is our, that is 10 o'clock my time. So that's no 11 di- o'clock y'all's time. 12 o'clock my time. Oh, OK. So I got eight, nine, 10, 11. I got I three hours. I converted for y'all. There you go. There you go. 18 viewers. Wow. You guys are coming in, aren't you? Okay. Uh, starting with George, uh, ASM number 18. Huh? It's like an Elvis Presley or a Tom Jones pelvic thrust. Huh? No. <laughs> I, just no. Imagine, I just mentioned that like H3H3 H3, that Royce makes when he does that vape. If you're uh, in my generation, that's Johnny Bravo to you. There you go. Yeah. George, take me through this issue about the gibbon. All right. This is from Nick Spencer. And is it Ken Lashley? I think so. Yeah. Ken Lashley. I, I think that's the, uh, I think that's uh, the artist's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it is Ken. Okay. Um, yeah, no. So of course, in, in the main story, spoilers, we see the gibbon get killed. Rip. Uh, okay. And- we got issue 19 next. Oh, no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. no, no, literally in the main story, we, we see him yeah. get killed. I mean, it's just like a couple of, oh God, the Gibbons dead. This, this, you know, is like, shows you what happens. He basically gets hunted by a bunch of the wannabe craven, you know, rich people. Um, and he goes through his life, you know, while he's on the, you know, while he's on the run, getting, getting hunted and getting taken out a little at a time until he's finally murdered. Um, he's thinking back on his life, which has been miserable. Yeah. He's been a freak. Uh, he's been picked on, bullied. Uh, finally found a place to be in the circus where everyone laughed at him and he felt terrible about his life. Fell in with Princess Python when she was blind and she gave him the last American virgin treatment. Um, <laughs> literally, that's what she does. Yeah. Uh, you know, she uses him, you know, to help herself get better. And then she runs off with some jackass. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, he go, he, at the end, you know, he has a choice, go with Spider-Man, go with Vulture. He goes with Vulture. Sure enough, he gets killed. Although in fairness, had he gone off with Spider-Man, 
probably still would have gotten killed. Yeah. Uh, that's just the kind of scenario we're in right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a great story. Uh, it is a very, it's a very touching story. It is not a story I would normally buy. And before we started, uh, the discussion time, we were talking about this briefly, um, before we got on, uh, before we, before we went live and I pointed out like, this is one of those things for Marvel, like the edge of the whatever verse or, you know, clone conspiracy, secret file, all this, all this crap. It's a, it's a side mini of the main mini. It is. It, yeah. it, it really is. And and nine times out of ten, all of that is pure and complete garbage. Yeah. It always is. Uh, but uh, this one was actually good. I agree. Um, because it's written by Spencer, and Spencer's amazing. Uh, 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 in there. Uh, no, Spencer's amazing. This was a great issue. It's not something I would normally buy. I was happy I read uh, this sort of the Gibbons swans, swan song. Um, so yeah, I'll give it, I'll give it a, uh, I'll give it an A, not an A plus because eh, it's, it's still a, it, it's still one of these things that I, why I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to buy them. Well, you know, main story. Uh, given has been around a long time. It first introduced an amazing one ten, yeah, July, 1972 created by Stanley and John Romita senior July so, 72, the year I was born or well, the look, month, I, the month I was born. Look at this. This is uh, he is a long-standing character that just went away. So yeah. an A out of George. Let's go around the horn. Uh, Peter, what do you give it? Uh, I give it a B plus. Okay, Ashley. It's an A. Zach. A. Uh, Neil. I'm going to be the high man on total pole. A plus, and I'm going to argue this is one of the best of Spencer's run. Ooh, wow. I'll, I'll give it an A minus. Um, George, pros. What were your pros out of it? No, it's it's just it's very well told. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. One thing that Spencer does, Spencer really has a knack for hitting that that human interest note in yeah. a believable way, where it's not ham handed, uh, and it's not uh, he's 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 got a subtlety to him yeah. uh, that you know, frankly, uh, we're we're lucky to have in the books because we we had almost ten years where we didn't have anything like that. We were we were hit with a frying pan. This thing, right? Is- uh, yeah. He is a subtle storyteller. Uh, he's a great writer. He knows how to hit the emotional beats yep. at the right times at, 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 with with the right amount of a severe thunderstorm. Uh, with, with the right amount of severe thunderstorm warning. Who needs that take cover? What's going where's, on? Where's that coming from? Not me. <laughs> Zach. 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 Take shelter now. Uh, yeah. no, with uh, no, I no, he just he, he knows he knows how to hone in on on the good moments and really really deliver uh, a, a nice human interest story. Yeah, uh, you know the the moments about bullying, you know, in the story, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, that 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 hits a, a note. We've all seen that at one time or another in school. We know, yeah. we know what that's like, and it made me think a lot of these um, a lot of these horrible people, a lot of these cravens that are running around hunting are probably people that bullied him. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably that's probably the type that they are. How sad that he got killed by these people. Yeah. Uh, so, it, no, it's just a, it, it, it is a very well told story because Nick Spencer is a talented, skilled writer. Very true. If, if I may. I, yeah, go ahead. This applies to all the HU issues, just all the ones that we've read so far. Um, I think that it comes from Spencer understanding villain culture. Like he, he understands that the villains aren't necessarily just evil people who kill for the lulls. They're generally very misunderstood people who had they gone a different way in life, they could have become good people, but they 
were taken a force a path of tragedy and they became the people that they are today. Yeah. He he humanizes the villains, which mm-hmm. every villain for I I think I've read this that the, every villain thinks that they're not the villain. They think they're the hero. They're the hero, they're the hero that, of their own narrative. Exactly. And that was is what makes a great villain. Mm-hmm. Like you you don't think they don't think they're wrong. They think yeah. they're doing it for the betterment of man or themselves, etc. Oh. And Spencer gets set, which is nice. Let's let's pour one out for Gibbon. Press F to pay respects. As Austin in the YouTube chat says, pour one. <laughs> no, Bobby says it. Pour pour out a drink for Gibbon. There you go. What would what would the Gibbon drink? What would the Gibbon's drink of choice be, George? Uh, prob- probably a really cheap beer, something like uh, <laughs> something like PBR, something like, <laughs> something like some, no, I mean like really cheap, something like Hams oh, or, gr- or great, va- like. great value beer. Yeah. Target brand. Did you say Target's best? Is that what it is? No, no, Milwaukee's best. Oh, Milwaukee. I'm like, Target. There's no Target's best. What the hell? <laughs> no, no, okay. okay. You get, uh, very many, I don't know about everybody. You like there. something from Aldi's. All uh, these everybody beer. in the room, Barryman, you're the only one, you and I are the only ones that know anything about beer. Oh, oh Enigma has a good one. Banana rum. There you go. <laughs> the, given, the given is probably that one guy who goes to Applebee's after it's supposed to be closed and just pours one out for himself. Really, all you had to say was that one guy that goes to Applebee's. I mean, just, <laughs> right? let's open it up real quick. Uh, Neil had some pros. Any other pros that we didn't hit on? I want to I want to make yeah. a, a point of that to dovetail off of what George said about the people about the hunters these a holes that keep you know the bullies the bullies um, I, I kind of looked at it a little slightly different than you, even you Barryman I think you're right about it but I also think that it, there's also similarities between these people because there's there's a feeling of powerlessness with these hunters. Especially later on in the storyline. Especially later, yeah, as, as we get further in the storyline, these people, um, I, I think, have always felt like this sense, this sense of inferiority, and they finally are feeling, you know, powerful and superior. Um, and I think that there's there is some some symmetry between them and and the Gibbon in this story, which makes it even more heartbreaking, because if. If the roles, if the situation was reversed, some of these very same people that were the hunters would have uh, would be being hunted by the so-called strong people. So I, uh, and out of all the uh, Greg Land covers, this is the one I hated the least. So <laughs> also, um, Zach, can you tilt your camera down a little bit? You you're blocked by the myriad of windows of people, so I can see your mouth. There you go. Uh, there there, there is another. There is another pro I want to bring up. George, uh, behave. <laughs> <laughs> say it. Say it. No, no, don't say it. Okay, go ahead. Type Neil, it, Neil. No, don't type it either. Um, go ahead. I, I think that Ken Lashley, for one, has a very good idea of how to work with sen- sequentialism. There's that one nine panel. There's that one nine panel grid on, I believe, page twelve. That um, I think really, I, and I've had a lot of problems with the recent nine panel grids in recent comics these days, especially from Tom King and Bendis, considering how they use them to just make more words. But um, I think that the that the nine panel grid on here does a very good job of accentuating how fragmented the given thought process is here and how he's just getting the absolute crap beaten out of him. Yeah, that, that's a, I'm looking at the panel. He, he's getting, he's mur- getting murdered right yeah. there. I mean, it's awful, man. I this mean, is a horrific story that was really good. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's a sad. I, it's a sad story. It's it's terribly sad. Is this the first time I've ever heard of the Gibbon Dayton Princess Python? Is it because I don't remember it? Um, fun fun fact. Uh, 
you know how they mentioned the Princess Python leaves Gibbon for Livewire? Yeah. She actually eats Livewire later on in Secret Avengers oh. with her own snake. But do you guys remember Princess Python dating the Gibbon? I don't remember this. I, I don't really remember the Gibbon, to tell you the truth. I mean... <laughs> you don't? No. I, the, the Gibbon, I remember. I remember, I, I remember him... Uh, DiMatteis wrote a story in spec about the Legion, uh, the Legion of Losers. The Legion of Losers. I was going to bring that up. And uh, wasn't it Razorback, the Gibbon? No, it was uh, Grizzly Gibbon. Grizzly, yeah. not Razorback. Gri- yeah. Grizzly and Gibbon had the Grizzly Mobile. And, That's right. And then they were going to use the uh, the aqua. Uh, the uh, it, it was going to convert from the uh, Grizzly Mobile to the Grizzly Boat. Yeah. And uh, Gibbon forgot to put the aqua gear in. And so they just they, it just sunk into the it just sunk into the uh, into bottom the of the Hudson. So may, maybe '90s is the last time we really saw the Gibbon doing anything. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, the kangaroo was what you were thinking of. Kangaroo, um, the, the was, second kangaroo, and the spot. Yeah, they were the Legion of Losers. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, fun little group. They have Leapfrog, and it will be fun. Uh, cons. What did, George had a con about how he probably wouldn't have bought this. It's a side mini of a side of a main. Yeah, menu. I, th- th- that's yeah. got nothing to do with the issue itself. Yeah. I mean, just because it, I, I just I, I don't buy this this this. It, it's that this rule thing. also applies to like annuals too. Annuals anymore are just no, bad. I, well, yeah, for like the last 15, 20 years, that that yeah. rule's gone for annuals. I mean, like in the eighties, there was a time when you could find a good story in an annual. It was the annual yeah. was something that was usually worth picking up. It hadn't been like that since the nineties, really. Now um, we just ha- now we just have the meat. But yeah, no, I, I this is I, I normally wouldn't buy this garbage. Well, I, I'm not going to call this garbage. I normally wouldn't buy stuff like this. Edge yep. of the whatever verse, yep. clone conspiracy, secret files, whatever. It's just because yep. it's garbage. Most almost all the time, it's garbage. <laughs> any I, other any other cons? What what uh, would you like to say before we move on? Not necessarily a new con, but adding on to George's when the April solicits came out for these issues. I think the collective response from not just this group, but um, on the Discord, we were like, oh, God, they're using this just to try and milk us of every penny we can, yeah. they can get out of us. It's nice to be wrong every now and then. Uh, one, pr- mm-hmm. one thing we have, I don't think we brought up is how good the artwork is in this issue. Yeah, it's solid. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing more of, of, of uh, Lashley in um, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. All right. We've got uh, – let's move on to the next issue. Ashley's got uh, ASM – 820 take us through that one all right so opening up we inexplicably open on black cat and billy locked up with the uh the rest of the animal totem people who haven't been released we stay with them for one page as she kind of eyes the guard and we know that she's looking at him then we jump over to daddy craven and his boy his son saying Look, Father, at everything you've created. You know, you've done such good work here, but why are you letting these schmucks run around, you know, these kind of loser-rich a-holes who have no skills whatsoever when we could be out there showing them what the hunt is truly about? Craven starts having some uh, post-traumatic flashbacks to Spider-Man and just kind of mumbles something about, oh, no, no, it's the wrong time. Not yet. We're not ready for that. And so we then cut to Spider-Man in the forest, picking up the pieces of my broken heart as he's cradling the gibbon in his, uh, in his arms after he's died and kind of reflecting on, you know, the, the, 
the carnage around him, all the not just Gibbon who's been slaughtered by this mayhem, but we also have Mad Dog, Gazelle, Mandrill. They're not names I recognize. Yeah. There's Porcupine back there. Oh, Porcupine, yeah. Oh, there's Dark Mark when you need him. Armadillo yeah. is there. The owl's well, there. Woman, right? Um, well, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's that if it's Roger or if it's like it's just someone that Hobgoblin picked up as a franchisee after gotcha. Roger went rogue. Anyway, let's keep going. Yes. So as yeah. he's going through and kind of seeing uh, all the the carnage left behind, he notices some arrows. He starts following them. They lead to. It turns out they're not actually arrows. They are V for vulture, and he finds where the all the villains who went with the vulture ended up going. He's kind of amassed pretty much everyone else at this point to band together um, and fight the Craven bots. And he's going through, he's telling them that it was actually he who fought with the Gibbon until his last breath and, you know, held his body in his arms as he died. And that Gibbon threw himself courageously into battle so that he... Yeah, as he's very embellished in his own story, the greatest electrical engineer can get to the helmet that the Craven bots are wearing and um, get some key information from it. So to try and convince all the other villains that he has some piece of information that's going to turn the tide of their situation, that they can um, get one over on them, uh, find out, put together a plan based on the information he's gathered from this helmet he wants to rally them all around him um spider-man jumps in to call bs on him it's like you can't stand yourself dude you know (laughs) you can't trust him you know he's just like listen to this you know he's telling pretty much writing his own fan fiction here but when he (laughs) says you can't trust the vulture rhino steps forward and reminds him that well where were you when i needed you you know the when the Taskmaster and Black Ant came after me, you just suddenly turned and you left me. And what she had, but in order to, as we know, save Aunt May. But to Rhino, it doesn't matter. He's, you know, you made my life worthless. You, yeah, sure, you went and helped innocent people, but you pretty much traded my life for theirs. So why should I trust you? And so Vulture comes in and is able to, use this to his advantage and say it's just us versus them, but uh, we need to stand together and, you know, take the fight to them. So Spider-Man's not able to uh, get them to see his side of things, so he needs to get out of there. But for the time being, we cut back to Felicia, who is actually talking to the guard that she, you know, locked eyes with uh, page one. And he notices her looking at him and he's like, okay, you know, I've seen this act before. What do you want? I'm not falling for this. And she says, oh, no, it's not what you think. And we get a really cool explanation of her powers that I don't think we've really gotten in a long time that, Mm -hmm. you know, we know that she's had her bad luck (laughs) abilities. And it's got, she talks about some tychokinesis and probability fields. And, but basically the way they're doing her powers now is that she can kind of look at someone and if she, I guess, focuses enough of her chi on them that, uh, she can make bad things happen to them. She can pretty much alter their luck. Do you like that? Um, it's, it's kind of weak, but Mm. I like that we are actually getting some explanation of it. I I respect the attempt 
we're not quite there to where it makes any kind of sense, but you know what? Yeah. It could be a lot worse. They'll probably exactly. explain it more. Been in been. They, they, <laughs> I feel like it's Spencer just kind of had to get it out of the way. They're probably going to explain yeah. it more in her ongoing series if I had to guess, but I mean, it makes more sense than her getting that same kind of ability, like manufactured into her. So like yeah. I, the supernatural approach works much better right. than the uh, genetically engineered one, at least. Right. Anyway, back, so, back to the review. We've got yeah. uh, the arcade and taskmaster coming up. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so he says, uh, they, the, lock on the other cage, you know, malfunctions and he gets mauled by Snow Leopard in front of poor little traumatized Billy. She tries to get him to go with her. Uh, he's just kind of watched someone just get mauled to death and he's not really willing to get, w- to go anywhere. He says, I'm just going to wait for my dad. And we cut to Arcade seeing a Taskmaster looking like he's stepping right out of Ghost Rider or something. Yeah. And he's got a big chain behind him and he says, you know, I haven't, uh, I couldn't leave yet. Didn't see the job wasn't done. And he comes in carrying or, you know, leading the lizard on a chain. Right. And then for our last scene, we cut to Spider-Man again. Um, with the getting attacked by three of the Craven bots. But as he you know manages to get himself to safety for the time being, we see black ant is actually still alive. And he comes up to him and tells him that he's about to tell him everything and what's really going on. Yep. All right. So what would your grade be? My grade for this one was a B plus. Okay. Uh, Peter, what would your grade be? B plus. Uh, George? I gave it an A. An A? Neil? B plus. Zach? It's an A. It's a B out of me. Uh, Ashley, prose, what'd you like about it? Um, I liked what was done. Like, I liked some of the character moments that we had. I like the stuff, of course, with Black Cat. I'm going to. Um, That's why I gave you this issue. <laughs> I, I I wondered about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he I'm likes like, to pan. And I just did an issue, an issue uh, last podcast. I'm getting another one this time. The Black Cat must be in it. <laughs> so. I tell you what, you come on the satellite show. You can do the Black Cat ongoing. Yes, I need to get on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what else I liked, um, I liked the continuity, just kind of referencing like that it shows that the characters don't just, they exist outside of the current ongoing story and it kind of continues to reinforce their humanity. It's like the Rhino, you know, he's his own person with his own thoughts and feelings. He's going to have his right. own perspective on stuff that we've seen happen in the other comics. Right. So stuff like that just really helps it feel more organic and more realistic. Right. Other pros. What else do we like? I enjoyed the vulture kind of embellishing it himself and also yeah. giving the Gibbon a much more dignified ending. Well, uh, yeah. The vo- yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say Gibbon went out like a loser, but he ended. It, he just got shot. Mm-hmm. But, but with the vulture, he gave Gibbon probably the most heroic ending you can give a villain, at right. least in this situation. Yeah. But to serve his own purposes, <laughs> True. which, which, which is typical vulture. I mean, yep. Adrian, Adrian doesn't give a damn about anybody but Adrian. Yeah. Um, that's that. That's one of and and he will do as vultures do in in nature, and and he'll he'll pick the carcass clean to serve his own means. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. I, pro out of me is the snow leopard uh, black cat scene. I thought that was clever. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that along with Ashley. Any other, pro, any other pros? I like Gerardo Sandoval's take on the lizard. Oh, yes. And Taskmaster. <laughs> the, the art is kind of a con for me. I didn't really, I didn't care for the art that much. I'll, I'll get into that later or yeah. once we get into cons, but I did enjoy that particular, those particular characters in yeah, that Sandoval's take. Yeah. Any other pros? We'll move to cons now if you want. Okay, cons. Uh, art for me. Neil yeah, disagrees yeah. with me. Um, <laughs> not not entirely. There are yeah. places where I feel like um, he was where Sandoval tried to really ape McFarlane. You Ugh. can see it on the on the page where. Um, well, and I don't mind him aping McFarlane, but it's like he tries too hard while trying to adapt to his own style. My, like, the the art with him on Spider-Man is my con. I don't like the look of that black suit. I don't like the eyes on the black suit. Yeah. The bad thing is, is the eyes are yeah. probably better with Sandoval than they are with Ramos. Like that's the. Uh, I don't like Ram- Ramos's uh, black suit, Spidey either. I actually, I actually like black uh, Ramos's black suit. Yeah, it's like with uh, the eyes and a uh, black suit, Spidey in this issue. Like I appreciate the attempt to show emotion and expressiveness, but it kind of yeah. ends up looking silly, especially when he has his big "woe is me" face. With- yeah, he realizes that Rhino is yeah. accusing him of betraying him. Yeah. Well, my big, uh, somebody said that they liked the way the lizard looked. That was me. Neil so- did. Sorry, I did Neil, but, but you're but you're wrong. Um, okay. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, the lizard. Look, it was like Sandoval was trying to ape. But Chris Pachalo's version of the lizard, and well, we're going to get into that momentarily. Yeah. Speaking, I like, this, speaking I like the croc lizard better than the iguana lizard oh, yeah. in uh, the 20.hu. Speaking of art, I don't like that'll be next issue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, black hat is cool. Oh, well, that we're on cons now. I'm sorry. George I like a me. black hat. Oh, well, go no, ahead, Ashley. You brought it up. I'm going out of order. I'm sorry. I like a uh, black cat's little parenting one-on-one like, Oh, don't let the child get, you know, traumatized and yeah. have someone mauled to death in front of him. That was pretty good. I'm this, this is a con that kind of extends into the later issues or in the next, into the issue. Tw- is it 20 that's up next or 20? Uh, or, it's uh, 18. Dot, huh. In in the main story, but issue twenty in the main story. But um, I'm not a big fan of like Black Ant just kind of conven. I know he's been here, but it's just kind of he comes out of nowhere conveniently in front of Spidey to go, "Hey man, it's time I just dumped the entire plot in front of you, bro." Time for exposition. <laughs> yeah, and, and you thought just as an aside, this is completely irrelevant. But uh, you you told me I need to take cover. Now we are under tornado warning. So yay! Oh, dude, <laughs> you better get in a storm shelter. No, it's it's it's. Do you have a storm shelter? Uh, no, no, unfortunately, no. But I, it's you moving away. From, got a bathtub and a mattress. I got, I got, I got my bath bathroom. I'll be fine. Okay, if you need to, go to it. Uh, no, I'm good. It's, I think All it's right. moving away from us. So okay, we're good. I just He's, had to make a joke about about that because I'm morbid. Dude, I come from where we don't joke about tornadoes. <laughs> That's <a> true story. <laughs> okay, George, I didn't hear any cons out of you. Did you have any? What do you think of the art, George? I mean, I, I, I like, okay? I like that. I didn't have a problem with this. Year. I liked it all around. I, I, I gave this, it an A. This is this is definitely an improvement over Venom Inc. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's the last we saw this artist. I I can live with Sandoval for one more issue in. I think he's doing twenty one. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I can I can live with him for one more issue. All right, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move to my cons. Oh, I'm sorry, Ashley. I thought we were done. Go ahead. (laughs) Feel feel free. So yeah, I'll I'll give it quick. But my cons are mainly the pacing and that also. So just the function that this issue is playing right now. I mean, it is just kind of 
we need to get through this to get to the next thing that happens. Yeah. But that being said, I like this, the way that Spencer handles these these moments that kind of need to happen, the connective tissue that you need to tie big moments together. I like how Spencer handles it much better than I like how Slaw handles it. Right. I think Mike in his written review mentioned that this is sort of a breather issue where the characters yeah. can, can like, s- like settle down and take stock of what's going on so they can figure out what to do next. It was still awkward to open up with literally one page of black cat and nothing happening. And then suddenly go back to her about 10 or 12 pages later and then finish that up. So I don't know why that's what we opened with instead of just opening with the scene between Craven and his son. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it I, kind of bookended it. I don't know. Maybe Felicia bookends. I don't know. Uh, any other cons? I want to move on if we don't, if we don't have any more. Please do. Okay, let's go 18, I mean, 19 dot huh, Zach. Huh, 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 or as I like to call it. As you like to call what? <laughs> anyway, Zach, go ahead. But Chalo's back. Oh, yeah. God. He, he lasted... Yeah. He, he lasted shed. All right. So, so we first off, we have the Greg Land cover, which uh, instead of instead of photo referencing porn stars, he's now photo referencing dinosaurs. Is he? It looks more like the uh, the lizard I mean, looks like the Tyrannosaurus Rex. He looks more like the uh, web version of lizard. Yeah. The- I was thinking Zilla from the American remake of Godzilla. Yeah. Ew. I, I was trying to reference the Taco Bell commercial with he lizard lizard lizard. Anybody remember that? Oh my that? gosh! Oh, that's I from remember the eight. None Good of this look. has anything to do with the issue. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Let's go. Anyway, anyways, so you we open up. Come and go. <laughs> <laughs> we open up. We open up with the uh, in the sewers where uh, uh, some people are, are are down there. Kurt turns. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get this you off when you screwed it up. We we then get uh, we then get uh, Chris Machalo art interspersed with Steve Ditko and and uh, 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 what's the guy's name uh, oh, old man pelvis. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's George, who said I forget? I forget. Uh, Giuseppe Chemical. Giuseppe Chemical. Yeah. Yeah. Old man pelvis will work it's, though. It's, it's, it's Corey yeah. Smith. It's yeah, Corey Smith. He's he's Cole, the one that always draws uh, Spider-Man with with an old man pelvis. It looks like Spider-Man is wearing like an adult diaper and probably <laughs> walks around with a walker. So <laughs> so instead of Chris Pichello actually you know drawing all the panels in this issue, there's it's interspersed with uh, flashbacks, so lifted directly from the original issues. Oh no, I don't mind that. That's, that's, uh, I think that works. And uh, we we get Taskmaster who's like, I can't let it go because. Uh, the bar with no name got destroyed in that issue with Peter and Boomerang, and um, he's you know thinking that he killed Black Ant and and everything, and the lizard shows up and then spikes his drink, and basically uh, manipulates him into taking him into the dome, the Thunderdome that is, and so they finally get in, and and then we get an appearance by Jr.'s all-time favorite villain, Vermin. Vermin. <laughs> <laughs> JR hates Vermin. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, he knocks he, he Chris hunt down because of Vermin. Despite the fact that we had a story called The Death of Vermin and that Ed actually overcame the Vermin uh, persona no, in, in, in a psychologically driven, uh, gut wrenching story starring Baron Zemo drawn by our pal Sal. What, what book was this? 
That was uh, Spec- Spectacular Spider-Man number so 195 through So Vermin was cured. He's back in the sewers again. Yeah, yes, no, he's back. He was exactly. cured, and then he became. And then they, for some reason, decided they're going to throw him back in the sewers. Man. Yeah, for for Jr. It goes like Hitler, Bin Laden. Where does Stalin go on that list? Below we, Vermin. <laughs> below Vermin. <laughs> we have we have the lizard who completely beats the crap out of Vermin. Uh, which he's does, a, that, I'm not complaining. Uh, which doesn't make any sense. Then we cut to arcade. Brad's favorite villain. No. Oh. Um. And he and Taskmaster's like, I've got the, I, I've got vermin, and he's like, I don't care, I don't want vermin. Who don't want <laughs> that like, just is, improved my opinion of arcade a little bit. Is, like, Ar- is arcade Jr. I mean, I mean, you know what? We've never seen, we've never seen arcade and Jr. in the same room at the same time. Uh, so you know, old school face is like, no, 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 I got the lizard, and then like, like. J- uh, like Jr. slash Arcade just jumps out of his chair. He's like, oh, "Bring him in, please, for the love of God! You got the lizard." I'll, I'll take a lizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll take a, I'll take the lizard instead of instead of the rat. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's how the issue ends. Where um, okay. it's the last thing. Now, uh, uh, throughout this, I, I glossed over some things. Throughout this issue, Kurt is um, agonizing over the, the the mistakes he's made particularly uh, every mistake that uh the brand new verse did to the lizard like eating uh, his boy like like eating his <laughs> own son alive his family you know i mean i mean people were like this is such a great story you know shed is like cbr is like the top 25 greatest spider-man stories and like number oh, 15 is shed which just goes to show how completely useless this list is yeah but uh look I got fl- so so my grade. You're gonna ask for my grade. Yes. All what's right. your grade? It's a C plus, Oof. and I have to be consistent. Okay. Last last time we had Bachalo on the uh, as as artist on this show, I I said that uh, Bachalo brings down the letter grade. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, he does here. This was a B plus issue that got brought down to a C plus simply because of Chris Bachalo. All right. Let's go around the horn. Ashley grade B minus. Uh, Peter. C. George. B. Uh, Neil. B. Uh, B minus out of me. Bachalo art, lack of Spider-Man. That's what takes it down for me. Pros out of Zach. What do you like? Uh, I like that, that Nick Spencer is not afraid to lean into this. Um, yeah, he, he's not scared. He's going in full He's guns. fearless. I mean, look. Yeah. Look, um, I think Berryman has, has said it before. Um, see previous podcasts, go back to listen to one on the 550 episodes that we've talked about it, but, uh, it was going to take a lot of work to, uh, to undo some of the oh, things yeah. that were done. And, and there was a lot of character assassinations that uh, have yeah. occurred over the last 10 years and none yeah. more prevalent than the lizard. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I, agree. I, I think it would have been unfair to longtime comics fans who understand that continuity is important, good, bad, and different. Uh, to, to completely gloss it over, mm-hmm. uh, to address it the way that they're addressing it here, there's a and a ton of guilt that that Kirk carries as he just wanted his family. That and is a, that is a pro out of me. He's humanizing the lizard. He feels guilty. You feel for the dude. He's going after to get his boy. Spencer is humanizing him. The 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 one thing that I always saw with Shed was that Shed was not like every other lizard story. Because there was always this 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 thought of every lizard story is kind of the same, 
Shed was literally the worst lizard story, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and one of the one of the worst Spider-Man stories. Period. Yeah. Yes, I, I mean it's like for me. Was it's Shed like, the one where he allegedly raped an assistant and then ate his kid? Yeah. yeah. I forgot. I wonder if the rape was. But it wasn't rape. Rape. It was just Van Lente rape. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, awful, um, awful. I, I mean, the thing is, the thing is, is that I, I think people tend to praise that story because it's it's such a different lizard story. The problem is, is it's not a lizard story. It's 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 a serial killer story for that starred the lizard for no reason. I applauded uh, it, it for being different. When, uh, what when actually? Grim Dark, when Grim Dark was like uh, getting way too much, uh, when it was becoming way too trendy, just like let's just make things unnecessarily edgy and dark and as grim mm-hmm. as possible to you know, like for shock value. If, yeah, if, if, that was what I, that story was 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 shock value. So, so to address it here and and try to make the lizard into a more three dimensional character. Kurt's not a bad character character but no. I, it, it almost felt like he was irredeemed and then slot tried to do something with the lizard but it just uh, it always fell flat well he cl- he cloned his family i guess that's yeah yeah <laughs> and and look well, I, according, I, I don't know has that been retconned now because according to this story he injected his wife and his wife who i thought was already dead she yes. was this is a clone of this is the, the clone fam- of the wife. So, so, he- so he's saying he injected the clones with lizard stuff. Well, to okay. Keep them alive. In in yes. the clone cons- in clone conspiracy, they were going through the cellular degradation that the jackal. Oh, that's right. And then yeah. he injected them with the lizard DNA to regenerate. Okay, them so safer. Martha and Billy are still dead. He's 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 in, these were still that hasn't been retconned. This is just the clones. Yeah. So these they're are, not even are, they're not even real. They're clones with lizard DNA. Yes, because. Yeah. Uh, not only was the clone degeneration kicking in, but also um, Anubis Jackal was like having that frequency go out to where they were all the clone parts were going to melt into goo. Anubis Jackal. Uh, you know, uh, in, in what <laughs> clear? Uh, Somebody put some lizard DNA into George. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, um, the fact that we're having to bring up clone conspiracy just. Hurts my soul. But uh, as, as you said, uh, Spencer is on a, a, f- a handyman repairman tour. It's the Spider-Man the Redemption Tour. Redemption Tour. Yeah. Here, uh, pro. Did we do pros? Oh, yeah. oh go, go ahead. ahead. One, yeah. one, one thing we we and, and I I've said this already in regards to this specifically about the Lizard's family, mm-hmm. because when Spencer took over, someone and I don't remember who actually said uh, actually wondered out loud if if. Uh, he was going to work in the, the lizard's family. And I said, we will never see the lizard's family again. And I was very wrong. I think that was either me or Peter. Okay. So, so, so there you go. I, 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 what I, well, you not, really, you haven't really seen them. These are clones. I'm not wrong often. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, when I, when I am, uh, you know, I, I admit to it. So I P- was wrong. Peter, what's some pros out of you? What did you like? Somebody please the write story this down. itself. The, you like the, the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah, the story was really the only thing that uh, had me going. And I'll get into cons about this issue, and it's you know when we get to it. But it, like Nick Spencer, he's he's been killing it. I mean, yeah. he gets on. I mean, Lizard's been put in a bad situation. He ate his kid. You know, his family's all clones. And, and the prom is tomorrow. <laughs> and so it's it's. It's the story. He's he's rebuilding it. He's making it better. He's giving it human characterization that we can actually identify with. Right. This just just goes to show that as bad as a story can be, 
you can take elements of a bad story and make and spin it into greatness. And that's something that Spencer mm. has done so, so, in so well throughout his entire run. <laughs> He's taken yeah. really sucky stories that in these toys that are broken to use um, Joe Casada's analogy. Yeah. I know, I know George is going to love that one. Um, wasn't that in the Braveheart Manifesto? No, 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 no. That was Ditko. Ditko was the one who, who uh, accused uh, Quesada of breaking toys. I thought he was quoting Quesada when he was doing no, that, though. No, but anyway. he, he's, saying, he's saying Joe Quesada took the toys out of the toy box and smashed them. Ah, oh, I, so. I, I, rem- I remember that um, during Braveheart's manifesto for what they were doing different with one more day after one more day that they mentioned that pretentious the villains, nonsense. Yeah, that they mentioned the villains had been broken. And of course, it's a different context, but anyway, let's let's keep going. Pro, any other pros? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go get some people angry. I like Bachalo's take on Taskmaster and the Lizard. Uh, uh, no, uh, to me, to me, it's too much dinosaur, not enough lizard. You like Bachalo's take on the on the on the what again? On on lizard and Taskmaster. Oh, Ta- more Taskmaster than lizard, but it's like I don't despise it. Eh, I thought it was a cool look. I liked it. If yeah. that was like it consistently across the board, you know, maybe it's not quite the best, but for that moment, it, you know, filled the page in a really great way. And I'm just saying, like, oh, what filled the page? Just no. Um, I, I mean, it has a great effect. He he is a talented artist. It's just not my thing. Hmm. I mean, everybody has different flavors. Everybody has different tastes. This isn't my taste. This I mean, isn't I what mean, I'm craving. George likes Stegron and. Yeah, well, yeah. you like clones, so you're not exactly. Exactly, <laughs> I like clones. clones or Stegron. Like Everybody has different tastes. Let's go to cons. Uh, Zach, what was some cons out of you on this one? Well, he's gone. So he okay, really a con him. is Zach that left me in the middle of his <laughs> review. All right, that's tornado a warning. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, my. Okay, cons out of the rest of you. Art we've talked about. Um, clones we've talked about. Any other cons? I- I don't know if it, I don't know if it's in character for Kurt, but I don't see him being able to like plan this out, like out this master plan to get into Thunderdome to save his son. Every time you say Thunderdome, I think of Tina Turner, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Mad Max, the Thunderdome. Okay. I said this before. It's you know when you, if the story's good and yeah. if the art is easy to follow with that story, it makes the issue better. And for me. I mean, Chris Bachalo, I'm sure he's a, he's a great artist, but like you said, Brad, it's not my thing. Not my I, thing either. It, it takes it takes me down. Yeah, it's a bit hard to his art is a bit hard to follow. Anybody else have some cons? I will move on. Okay, we've got uh, ASM eight twenty one. Is that next? Yeah, I got to yes. reset my computer. That would because... be Neil that has that one. Okay, um, if you'll bear with me for a second, my computer wants me to reset. Set it. So reset it. I can see it is fine. Zach, you're right. Well, I'm, on, I'm on my, ta- no, I'm on my tablet I, right I, now. I, I wanted. Uh, I, I decided to turn on the television just in case. Yeah, no doubt. We, uh, but it's, it looks like it's moving away from me, so I'm we're, we're in the clear. Good, good. Woo. So, uh, Radic fifty five on the YouTube chat says uh, he's happy George is back. There we're you go. all happy. We're all happy. I agree. I missed this. I'm only slightly happy. All right, uh, Neil, eight eight twenty one. Take me through it. Um, I gotta open it up real quick. Oh. I'm sorry, my computer okay. closed on me. So, 
I can go over the credentials real quick since we're here. Um, 821 is written by Spencer, drawn by Ramos, yep. colors by, inks by Olazaba, and colors by Delgado. Yeah. Triple S Entertainment. I would agree, but Chalo's art on Doc Strange, I didn't mind. Mainly because it's funky looking. It's, well, it's, uh, there, there's a psychedelic aspect to his artwork that I yeah. think it, it, it fits I, certain styles. I didn't mind his art on Generation X back in the 90s either. Uh, just with Spider-Man, there's something about him and Spider-Man I don't dig. I don't know what it is. What about you, George? Do you like his art? Uh, Ramos? Uh, no, uh, Bacchalo. On, oh, on, on, on oh, books, I, books I, other than Spider-Man. Um, I, I've said this a billion times. I've always liked Ram, Ramos's style. No, Bacello. Oh, I'm sorry. I, you just said Bacello. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. I, I, I keep thinking that we've moved ahead already. We have Neil is getting his okay. computer. We're back uh, in business. Okay. No, um, Bacello. I, I like Bacello's artwork. I don't like it on Spider-Man. Same. It's same. not a good fit. All right, okay. Neil, take me through it. All right, so we begin our issue in Central Park as Spider-Man and Black Ant are beginning to exposit the plot for us. Uh, basically, as, as Taskmaster is sneaking the lizard into Thunderdome, uh, that's what we'll just be calling it now from now on, um, Black Ant explains that um, everybody's, everybody's, everybody's tied into a Kraven bot, their heads are basically a ticking time bomb. If they try to disconnect, they'll be put on hold, and if they die in the suit, they die in real life. And uh, meanwhile, you've got Black Cat and Billy trying to escape, and one of the Craven bots attacks. While Black Cat tries to fend him off while Billy runs, she gets stabbed, and then she's about to take her out until he sees Billy. And we've seen we've seen this one particular guy, the fat balding businessman, and he re and he and he suddenly gains a conscience because kids are involved now, and so he runs away, and so do Black Cat and Billy in the other opposite direction. And meanwhile, Craven and his boy, his boy Blue, <laughs> um, they're they're talking. Well. Craven isn't, but his son is, and they're talking about how Black Cat and Billy have escaped, and Craven does nothing. So, Cra his boy Blue throws a temper tantrum, flipped a desk. It's Craven eighty seven. Get it right. Does <laughs> it doesn't matter? Well, it does. But Craven eighty seven realizes, oh, you're you're uh, scared. You're weak. It sickens me. Uh, and as Craven eighty seven runs off to join the fight. I guess uh, Craven, like, is he gripping his knuckles? He's grip. Yeah, he's gripping his hand. It's weird with Ramos. Right, I can't tell yeah. what his hands are. He's he's digging his fingers into his hands. It's, almo it's almost it's almost like uh, Ramos was drawing. Uh, was the hands what? Um, it's, it's like he's what drawing Liefeld is to, what, what Liefeld is to feet. It's like he's drawing anyway, like these he, tumors. Cra Craven is. Uh, Gripping uh, his hand is gripping his hand with blood, so he's resisting going to the fight. Yeah. All right. So the lizard uh, goes to is has arrived at Billy's cell and realizes that he's not there, and then he gets attacked by Craven eighty seven, and so Craven eighty seven just takes him down. He just decks him in the face, takes him down, and um, he realizes that he and Craven eighty seven goes, "Oh, there's a chip in you. You 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 hinder yourself intentionally." Uh, and then he walks off to go kill Billy. And then meanwhile, the fat balding businessman who gained a conscience out of nowhere uh, 
tries to get out of the suit or try to disconnect and it fails. And then he encounters, he's the first victim of Vulture's, uh, what do we want to call him? The pack, I guess. The pa- and he tries to he tries to defeat them by himself and black as black ants expositing the actual disc- the actual death itself. Um, the guy basically bleeds to death on the floor, it, both in both in the robot form and in human mode. Uh, and Spidey realizes this, and Black Ant tells him that he's going to be hiding at the zoo. Uh, Arcade welcomes him, and eventually reveals that he is surrounded by vermin clones. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Zach, it's your favorite. JR is going to hate vermin clones. <laughs> <laughs> so the, does this place above Hitler on the oh, my. hate list? He, oh, he no. hates vermin clones more than Hitler. I don't know. I, anyway. Uh, uh, that just got dark really, really fast. Neil, Neil Grade. A. A. All right. Ashley Grade. A minus. Peter. A. George. B plus. Zach. It's an A, but we have a reappearance of old man Povis again, but Ramos style. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Are you just, uh, just on your phone looking for that? B, yes, I, B I out of me. Uh, Neil Prose. What'd you like about um, it? I'm seeing all these plot points slowly converging together. We're finally getting some answers to all the, I guess, big mysteries. Like, what are the... Well, I mean, it was kind of foreshadowed how the devices worked when they, the moment they said neural cortex, it was pretty obvious what the what the connection was going to do in the end. But I'm glad that mm-hmm. we're kind of seeing some dimension to that and to Craven's, I guess, master plan. Yeah. And it's good to see that kind of dimension. We didn't talk about Felicia getting shot. Ashley, what's she up? The That's kid. Right. She um, sacrificed herself to I know, that, that I lizard like clone. Like- to see when it comes down to it, she's going to do the right thing because that's that what was, she does. She'll put herself in the line of fire, literally, to take care of those who can't defend themselves. For something that's not even real. It's a... Cl- it's a cl- <laughs> <laughs> so, this, this is a totally <laughs> different <laughs> Felicia. You look at him crying in the corner and tell him he's not real. <laughs> this is what a is totally it? different Felicia than we've seen. I is it laughed. nice to have Felicia back, Ashley? This it's is nice the- to have her back in her own yeah. skin. Like, oh my God, look, she's a human person with feelings and emotions. Yes, yes. I real, real quick. Uh, speaking of that, because uh, Slot did some real damage to Felicia as a character. Mm-hmm. I mean, like real damage. And, yeah. and we're always talking about the fact that. You know, it, it's going to take a, a a good writer, a talented writer, a skilled writer, a long time to fix a lot of this junk that got broke over the last ten years. Um, that's one thing that Spencer has hasn't really addressed. The whole oh, Felicia's our, our murder hobo thing mm-hmm. in Slots Run. With that that part has still been kind of swept under the rug, and and I'm actually mm-hmm. okay with that because I, I I don't know of a lot of ways you can fix that. Well, he made yeah. Spider-Man a murderer too in when Doc was in his brain. Yeah, he shot Massacre. Yeah, he yeah. shot and killed Massacre. Yeah. Like there's just so much you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I just wanted to point that yeah. out because like uh, you know, like she can jump in front of this fake boy uh and 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 everything. And that's fine. Um, but you know, I mean, it, 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 it's as good as as we're going to get as of a rehabilitation of uh, mm-hmm. uh, of Felicia. Uh, you know, in regards to fixing damage that should never have been done in the first place by yeah. by a less talented writer. First yeah. of all, Barryman, you're a goddamn monster. Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
Neil, continue with the pros. What else did you like? Um, I I did enjoy not necessarily the guy growing a conscience, but um, this the fight scene with the Craven bot is that is that what we're calling them? I don't know if we have any. Let's other do it. The Craven bots. I I the crones. I'm, I'm genuinely the crones. I like that. <laughs> K K with the crones. With yeah. The K. I like it. I, the the fight scenes are very they they play their Mr. Ramos's strength of hyperkinetic fight scenes. Like every time that we get one, I find myself like, "Oh, what's this? I finally have a vested interest in this book. Awesome." See, the sad thing is, is I found like the the scenes with Craven and his son, uh, though though that part of the artwork was really really good. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I like that. I like the whole art throughout it, this one. Well, and, and you except know, for Felicia's giant chipmunk mouth. <laughs> Chipmunk <laughs> mouth, beaver teeth. Yeah, but that, that's how he draws. Oh, that's how, that's how him, I and Jace, him and J. Scott Campbell draw. Yeah, Felicia Scott Campbell with, does that too. Uh, oh, I see the panel you're talking about. That's a chipmunk mouth. Oh, I, I don't get this Woo! chipmunk. Te- I don't get the chipmunk teeth, man. Um, oh my I, gosh, I, hold on. It, it's 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 a Let smaller it pro. It's a, it's a smaller pro, but I do enjoy um, Black Ant kind of reminiscing on his past. Especially if you're a, especially if you're a fan of Eric as a character, him kind of reflecting on trying to be a hero for a bit is kind of a nice little callback to Irredeemable Ant Man and Secret Avengers. I don't know. Am I the Try, only one trying to find the chipmunk mouth <laughs> panel so I can hold it up for the YouTubers? Hold on. Where is it, it in the book? It's, is it the beginning? Is when Felicia gets shot? Or no, when she, she drops the. Uh, ah! He's like, the chipmunk mouth. For YouTubers, this is the chipmunk mouth right there. Chip and <laughs> Dale and Felicia. Wow. Rescue That's Rangers. bad. However. She's two animals in one. It does look like she wants, it does look like there's room in there for like a lot of nuts for her to store nuts in her mouth. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. no, 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 whoa, whoa. That's what chipmunk that's how like she I, I know. Like but Ashley, Ashley, did you ever think you would see a two-page spread advertising a black cat ongoing? Look at that. Mm. Look at I that thing. Wow, that's a great cover. I'm too. not keen on the cat. art. I don't like the let's make her look like a dolled up little girl. Let's Kind of, you know, make a little. Tra- well, that, that's just, that's right. Campbell on the cover, but also tra- uh, the travel foreman. I don't like him. Okay, uh, cons. Let's. Do we already do cons? I'm. I've lost. I want to keep moving, but any cons out of this issue? Um. Well, Ramos's faces. We already discussed that, but yeah. um. Ramos's black I, I, suit. I I think when still not digging I think, it. I think when the book slows down is probably when it's at its weakest. Like mm-hmm. he's like yeah. there, there's very few scenes where the book actually like slows down because now we've got to ramp up the action. But yeah, the, when, the, the, the pacing has been a problem with a little bit with this arc. We're we're now how many issues in and we really have, have not gotten a lot not, of not answers. Even, not even counting the um, hunted issues, we're only I believe four issues. We're four or two thirds of the way through this arc, and we're just now getting answers. Also, cl- uh, vermin clones, con. No yeah. one wants no one wants vermin clones. I don't even want vermin clones, okay? Yeah. Yeah. The clone <laughs> fan doesn't even want vermin clones. Some right. of the plot points are telegraphed a little too awkwardly, like uh when they're uh Craven's son is in the middle of beating up the lizard and the lizard's suddenly like, Oh, 
if I got the chip. For this chip that's in my neck, let's focus <laughs> on that real quick. Oh, this could actually be really bad if you just yank this out of my neck. Why? Why are you telling him this? I saw. I saw uh, Spider Man Two. I can know. I know what chips do. <laughs> yeah, I know what tritium does. Man, that one died. Like nobody yeah, laughed. But, single yeah. chuckle. My gosh. Okay. Uh, are we done with that one? Any other thoughts uh, one, on it? What? One last con. Um, okay. It felt a little like I mentioned this in the review for 19, but it spends a little too much time with Spider-Man and Black Ant just expositing what Craven's plan is. Yeah, yeah. Peter, any thoughts out of you? I haven't heard anything from you in a bit. Um, I liked. Uh, well, this is a pro. Um, I really don't have any much cons except you know some of the artwork, but um, Black Cat, I really liked the way she was just you know in character. I really yeah, missed that Black Cat. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, Same. I'm, I, I, I love just, where this story going with her i'm really excited to see what he's setting up for her i character. hope that goes on with their ongoing series that's mm -hmm. that's my hope i'll be I honest i'm excited maternal thing going on yeah um go, go ahead i'm honestly excited for the black cat series i am too to review it on spider satellites over on patreon.com slash crawlspace <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we've got peter with our last issue last we issue. might get done with this in an hour and a half Woo. wowie zowie man 20 asm 20 dot huh take me through it peter all right so i try to make this as entertaining as possible because we all need to bring laugh. the funny bring do you the have funny. Do, you, do you have finger puppets i do not have finger puppets no <laughs> next time next time it won't, be, next time. won't be fun there won't be a next time. <laughs> 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 all right so uh like brad said amazing spider-man number 20 dash huh. um, <laughs> Written by Nick Spencer and artist Corey Smith. We start off with this issue with a flashback of the old bird, Adrian Toomes, working on his vulture costume. The narration boxes is brought to you by Arcade, who is telling us the winds have shifted in the vulture's favor, and he, he is now the leader and king of all the animal-themed villains trapped in Central Park. It's good to be the king. How did Vulture achieve this goal? Did he threaten to spoil Endgame for everyone if they didn't make him his leader? Nope. <laughs> he probably just get beat up for that. Did he take some Viagra? Maybe he feels empowered and willing to go all night long. Whoa! Stop! This is a Christian show. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> No. Sing's thought. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead. Given his, given his age, you probably kill over on the spot. Actually, our Kate invited him, appearing as a big holographic bow tie, doing his best Jaisy Eisenberg impression. Adrian Toomes, aka the Vulture. I love it. You should really come to have a drink with me. I'm all up sorts of a no good. Vulture is like, what the devil? But RK responds, I know the bow tie holographic is a little bit much, but the regular tie wouldn't fit inside this panel. So just meet me and I'll explain it all. Vulture arrives to where Arcade is, and Arcade tells him the kitchen is closed. He would offer Vulture a steak for dinner, but Vulture, given his age, shouldn't be eating any kind of red meat, and he'd rather not clean out his dentures for the night. Arcade explains to Vulture that all this is all Craven's doing, and Vulture freaks out. How could Craven do this to me? We were in the Sinister Sticks together. We had a timeshare. He would help me across the street after being all night. What's going on? Arcade sees that the old bird is about to have a seizure and takes Arcade to the grave with him until he gets his remote-controlled hover machine gun drones to fly around the vulture to calm him down because this, that's just how that works. Go back Ar to bed, old man. Arcade begins to explain that he is very upfront with his clients right there in section 42B-1 in clean four-point font. If he's going to build a death trap, there's got to be a chance of survival. Not much of a chance, but a chance. Yeah. 
He then takes out a circular device and hands it to Vulture and says, seize this device. I got this ex machia. (laughs) (laughs) I got this slightly used, slightly wet core reactor thingamabob on eBay from user main love you times 3000. And within a snap, I won it for $22 and made some major (laughs) improvements to it. And don't you want to know how it works? Arcade explains that this hunter killer can disable the hunters that are hunting the animal themed villains in the park. Puzzle the vulture turns up his hearing aid and asks the vulture if he could repeat himself. With a sigh of regret, Ultra explains it will disrupt the pilot's direct feed to the drone. It create lag time, disable targeting system, show reruns of the Brady Bunch in their view screen. <laughs> show the pilot's high-priced target that has been engaged, only to be interrupted by Rick Ashley's Never Gonna Give It Up song. <laughs> There's a catch to this hunter trailer device, though. Its range is limited. Arcade explains that in order to extend the range of this device, you must kill more robot hunters. The more you kill, the further you reach the potential of this device. Vulture is outraged. You basically gave me an app for free, but now to unlock its full features, I have to pay you $199. <laughs> Arcade explains that Adrian is the perfect person to do this by stroking his ego and giving him the clear satisfaction. Um, clearly, he sacrificed Gibbon. Vulture is now satisfied and takes the device and flies off. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Serpent Society is running into the Cravelmatic bot, and the Vulture swoops on and kills the bot. Impressed that the Serpent Society makes Vulture their leader, Vulture convinces the other animal-themed villains what must be done. Out in each of them, Rhino, when I found you, you were at a computer terminal posting I hate Mark Walton thread. Beetle, <laughs> when I found you, you were getting bug zap and mocking Stegron. And as for you, Stegron, when I found you, you were running for your life by those Craven bots. Like a little bit. That panel does have Stegron running away from gunfire. The best Stegron panel in back. the history of panels right there. What, what is going on, what? George? I'll Stegron. tell you, I'll tell you what's going on. It's strategic repositioning. It's a tactical withdrawal. I'm sure he's known for his ranged attacks. <laughs> Actually, with his tail, he is. Mm. Maneuver. That's not a ranged yeah. attack. It is when Stegron leaves it mighty on. tail. <laughs> Going to shoot missiles off of it. Oh, no, he's gonna he can hit you from like uh 10 15 feet away with the tail. That's Spider Man. Spider Man doesn't have an answer for that. Listen, Ashley, listen, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) I can just see like George, I can see George just straightening his bow tie. Listen here, you little, and it just cuts the no, no, listen, Linda. All right, I I don't, I don't, don't, Linda, who is Linda? Have you not seen Listen, Linda, on the on the YouTube's? No, it's Ashley. Listen, Ashley, what are you talking (laughs) about? No, 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 no. quiet. Listen, Linda. (laughs) All right, I I don't, I don't tell you what, what, you know, how to how to explain black cat stuff. So I'm I, I'm just going to explain to you the basics of tactical warfare. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to ask you kindly to shut the hell up. Oh, about stuff that you have no Dang. idea uh, of which you speak. Hey, okay? ranged attacks involve projectiles. It it is a it is a giant tail. It has it has it's not a projectile if it's attached to your body. <laughs> it's a it's a ranged attack because he can hit you from like ten feet away with it. You can't have a arrow. Here's the thing: I want a projectile vomit every time I see Stegron. So anyway, that's a ranged attack. Anyway, this is my Sunday. Peter, Stegron was running away. Go ahead. How was I? Stegron's running away. Okay, Stegron fires back. I'm rushing for my life. 
uh, fires back. I wasn't rushing for my life, you old buzzard. I was rushing to get my advance tickets on Godzilla King of the Monsters. Uh, <laughs> uh, Vulture him. gives you. So some of you may die, but the chance I'm willing to take speech and after the villains win the day, they'll go after Craven and Craven himself Cravon? and paint. Craven, 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 and Craven shops at Target. <laughs> Craven? Craven. <laughs> what the what the hell? <laughs> Whoa, you got a snort. <laughs> Craven. Whenever whenever that's whenever the ultimate gonna... that's the ultimate universe Craven. version. Craven the hunter. Craven. Oh my gosh. All right. Oh. All right. Let's let's get back. Let's get back. Peter, you're almost done with the book. I Go am, ahead. I am. Uh, thank God. Uh, unknown as Stu Vulture and his new boy band ha- he formed, Craven had this planned all along. Our card explains to Craven that Vulture has been taking the bait, and we see a splash page of all the villains rushing to the hunters for the grand fight. But wait, folks, there's more. Yep. Nick Spencer and Tyler Crook, I believe, need to show us how Vermin became more than one back in Amazing uh, 821. Ugh. In this flashback, we see Vermin stating that he feels trapped, afraid, in pain, and alone. As Jerry would point out, basically, he's married. Arcade <laughs> points fun of Vermin, and Vermin bites Arcade's finger. Yeah. Let's it slip that Taskmaster and the Lizard are working together, and Arcade freaks out and informs the guard how to sound the alarm. Arcade has one last trick up his bow tie. He injects Vermin with a flower-powered flavored Mountain Dew and then multiple Vermin. First time Mountain Dew has ever been mentioned in a Spider-Man book, by the way. In a reproductive sense. (laughs) The the serum looks like Mountain Dew, and Arcade says, hand me the Mountain Dew-looking serum. And I'm like, Mountain Dew has been mentioned in Spider-Man. Hallelujah. There you go. It's almost as if, if a certain somebody that might be writing this book has listened to this podcast before. <laughs> they know I like Mountain Dew, but go ahead. Yeah, right there's there. the Mountain Dew looking yeah. serum. It's really you. It's like Brad. Um, he just injects it straight into the vein. Yeah, no doubt. I give this uh, the grade is an A. An, an a okay. Uh, Ashley, grade. Mm, this is a B minus for me. Uh, Neil. A minus. Uh, Zach. A minus. Uh, George, I don't think you picked this one up, did you? Okay. I would give it a B minus. B minus. Didn't really do it much for me. I'm not even sure Spider-Man made an appearance in this book, did he? Nope. Yeah, he did not. That's nope. That takes it down. This should be called the the, the voluptuous vulture. No, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to think Disgusting. of a V. <laughs> Disgusting. No, that, I was looking for a V adjective, but the voluptuous does not apply to the vulture. No, it does not. I don't want to see. Vulture is thick. What, what, suddenly, oh. suddenly, Christina Hendricks is playing the vulture. <laughs> <laughs> Anne Hathaway Give me a V. Give me a V for Vulture. Hey, hey, hey. Vicious. Oh, no. The vicious I, Vulture. I'll pay good money to see Anne Hathaway as the voluptuous Vulture any day of the week. <laughs> All right. Voluptuous. <laughs> Peter, what would you get? Uh, pros, what's your voluptuous grade? <laughs> My voluptuous uh, victorious grade uh, pros. <laughs> 
is uh, the characterization between the uh, vulture and arcade. We we see that vulture Adrian is really looking out for himself and his ego, and we see how arcade is kind of like playing that. I love the YouTube chat is going nuts. That the vulture is thick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Black cat a- vulture body swap is what Zach. Oh, that's Zach. Zach, you're the one typing that one. <laughs> That's the first thing that popped in my head, which is highly unfortunate because now Rule Thirty Four is going to get into effect, oh, and I just don't want to. Girl, extra thick. Okay, hey, that, that, that was me. It was already in effect. That extra thick was me, by the way. Just so no. you know. Oh, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you people are on the show. You're not. I didn't know you're typing. Okay. Anyway, hey, hey we okay. are interacting with the chat people. You are all. Wow. How many? How many we got? 26 okay. people. Okay. Pro, so, uh, interacting Vulture and Arcade was one of Peter's pros. What's some other pros from the rest of you? If, if I may, this is less of a Vulture comment, more of an Arcade comment. This is this single arc, I guess, run has been so good to Arcade, especially since he was just ruined in Avengers Arena. So I am very much glad that this run is making him at least fun to read again. Yeah. Why has he got the uh, the Mysterio head on? Because he's, because he's had it since Sidarsky's run. It's not uh, Spencer's it, it, fault. He doesn't it, have it on the cover. Well, that's too bad. He has it here. Uh, I, I don't it, think it, I like the Mysterio head on Vulture. I don't well, know. It's, it's it's to prevent Peter from whipping his eyes out and he can't see. It's it's a ta- yeah. there's a tac- there's an actual tactical advantage, unlike Stegron running away like a little you you shut your mouth. All he has to do is web up the helmet itself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's no, it's got a, it's got a non-stick coating, so it doesn't stick. It's got a Teflon. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a Teflon. He, you know, what did he? What did he get? One of those like cop, What did he get? One of those copper non-stick. Yes, he did. He, 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 took, he took the copper. <laughs> <laughs> Never have your eggs. Oh, I get it. Vulture and eggs. Your bird eggs will not I, stick to the Teflon coated vulture mask. I, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. Oh George, my gosh. George Are we done with pros? I think once we start talking about non-Teflon stuck helmets, let me uh, do cons. The look on the look on Barrywood's face right now. Oh, I know. Utter contempt. <laughs> Co- cons, okay, there's gotta, no cons. There's gotta, no Spider-Man. Peter, what yeah, you got? That's, that's the biggest con for me. Is that um, there is no Spider-Man, but. The characterization and uh, you know how it fits in with the story really brings yeah. it up, and, and the artwork's good. Corey Smith is yeah, the artwork was okay. What were you saying, Neil? Um, I think it was. It felt really short. It 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 didn't feel as long as the other issues. Like the 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 other HU issues felt very beefy, but this one in particular felt really short. Like it just needed to get um like you were eating this, chicken it, instead of beef. Yeah, it felt like they just kind of needed that this one issue to just get like the rest of the moving parts out of the way, yeah. as opposed to like telling an actual story about Vulture. It gets the characterization right about Vulture, but mm-hmm. it just feels like there's no real substance to it other than just moving the plot along. Ah, for me, um, <clears throat> it, it felt like it kind of was a total non not a non sequitur, but it just came out of nowhere. It grinds his role in the story to a halt before we have him. You know, rising up and leading the Vulture Squad, and in that role, and then suddenly just yoink him out of there and plop him down and sit him in a chair talking for several pages. It kind of killed the pacing for what was being built up with him, and then just there's a lot of dialogue back into it. So it it felt a little um, unnatural in that regard. He's leading the gamer army. Gamers rise up. Yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, you know, a con out of me, uh, after reading all these huh issues, uh, I, I, I kind of wanted to wrap up. Are you guys ready for this to wrap up? We've only got two issues left, I think. I'm ready but for. I, I, I think it's it's gone a little bit a bit longer than it should. What do you guys think? It's because uh, yeah. of all the H H U thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm ready for all the side stories to kind of like they were fun and telling a different angle. The mm. Vulture one just kind of killed the momentum with it, though. I'll say this: yeah. this is better executed than what we saw with Clone Conspiracy. I, I talked about this in our Facebook pay, on our Facebook chat, but yeah. one of the mistakes that I felt like Clone Conspiracy made was that the ASM issues were completely superfluous because it was like the extended scene of this, which you saw on Clone Conspiracy. Yeah. For an extra four bucks, you get to yeah. see this. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 to and, see and, nothing. And, to see nothing and they didn't line up and then and then like conveniently everything like wrapped up within like two panels it was this at least gives more depth to the story in those other issues outside of because there was five of those issues two of the five actually added to the story the other three were just kind of there yeah these all kind of add to the motivation this is a big story but it doesn't feel like it's collapsing on its own weight. But I'm kind of with you, Brad. The pacing has been such that I am ready for this story to wrap up because yeah. it feels like Luckily we got we got two issues left before it's done. I, I, yeah. will, I will say this. The story is at the, at the very least keeping me reeled in for the finish line because with slot stories, mm -hmm. I couldn't be I, I could have cared less if the story ended because I didn't care. But mm -hmm. this story actually has me caring. I am invested. And no matter how the story ends, I'm convinced at this point that it will at least be in a satisfying way that doesn't just wrap up everything but in like a single issue. Hey, that's the end of that episode. If you enjoyed it, uh, support things that you like. Log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and you can make sure that more episodes come out in the future. Again, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Thanks for listening, everybody.